Hello, my name is Sarah Mullally and I have the privilege of being the Bishop of London. Today I'm here with uh, Reverend Dave Pilkington and we're going to be talking about the new floating church in East London. Hello Dave, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me Bishop Sarah. So here in Hackney Wick we have a boat moored on the canal and it's the venue for one of our new worshipping communities. It's been a real privilege for me to have visited some of the new new worshipping communities in the London Diocese, and we have over 60 of those. And the reason we have them is that our aim is to ensure that there is a church in every community in London. And you will have seen that London is growing, but with more communities, we need more churches, which is where our new worshipping communities come in. So Dave, you're a missioner in uh, Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park, which is where the boat is going to be moored. That's right. Uh, yeah. But what does your role entail? What do you do? So my, it's varied. I mean, as as a curate, as anyone who's been one would know, there's there's lots of variety. I was doing a funeral yesterday. I've got a funeral and a wedding next week. So I'm, I'm tied to St. Paul's Old Ford. The project of St. Columba is a joint project between St. Mary of Eton and St. Paul Old Ford. So it's just brilliant to have two... Mm two different parishes working together mm-hmm. to try and establish a new worshipping community. Mm-hmm. So my time is split between some of the day-to-day stuff at St. Paul and being available and being present in the Olympic Park, mm-hmm. as well as trying to run programmes and develop opportunities mm-hmm. on the boat to mm-hmm. engage with the local community. Now, we remember <coughs> Queen Elizabeth <coughs> Olympic Park from that those very uh, brilliant games, but what's the area like now? So it's... It, it, I mean, it's changed dramatically. I mean, I think the, the, the Olympics were fantastic and brought so much good to the area. Um, the, the park is split between two dioceses. And, and so on the Stratford side, there's huge amounts of development um, with new universities and creative mm, spaces mm. being built, which all tends to be very mm. big. Um, and the side that we're on in Hackney Wick and Fish Island um, is got a huge amount of residential being built. Mm. So there's there's a big area called Here East, which is where the TV was based mm. during the Olympics and now has it's become very much a tech area and mm. um, but then there's also there's huge um social housing estate mm. that's been there for a long time there's a huge area of um old warehouses mm. which has up until recently housed the largest concentration of artists mm. anywhere in europe mm. so it's really creative mm. sort of bohemian area but a lot of those are being knocked down mm. so there's between i think there's about eight to ten thousand mm. new homes being yes. built mm. just in that small area so you're doing this in partnership with two churches. Why uh, Why can we not expect those people just to go to those new churches, those old churches, you know, the churches that are out? Why a new church? I think, I think partly um, it came out of the fact that the, the two PCCs were talking and seeing mm. what they could do because there's going to be an, an influx mm. of people. So certainly the parish of St. Paul, I think the parish will be around 30,000 mm. people once mm. all the new housing's yeah. built. So there was a need for, for some expression. Um, the, the LLDC who run the Olympic Park won't allow any religious buildings right. to be built. Right. So that wasn't going to be an yeah. option. Um, and I think... I think there's just this creative approach about how how can we engage with that community. Mm. There's a really great quote that, that you gave, I think, about the time that you were installed that really impacted me. And it's, you said, though, the time when people default to claiming adherence to the Church of England or Christianity may be over. There is a huge hunger for spirituality and new ways of being church. And that, that really impacted me. And during my time in Hackney Wick, I speak a lot to people about their spirituality. 
And what I found is <clears throat> it opens the door for me to speak about my spirituality in a way that they're not feeling threatened, they're not feeling I'm trying to change their minds. And and also the the openness that comes, I often find, is many of the things that we hold dear to are very, very similar. And I think often people think they've got to change or there's, there's these huge leaps they're going to have to make. Um, and I think having a space like a boat is just a very neutral space. It's very, very peaceful. You know, once you, once you get down, and, and especially in a barge, you're you're almost on a level with the water when you get in and it and it feels quite it's quite sacred so you have a boat already so yeah so right? we've <clears throat> we we rented a boat for a year so the the diocese the diocese came up with this idea hugely creative it's a fantastic idea um and then the the LLDC had some commercial moorings and we had to pitch for a commercial mooring and we won it and then they said we need a boat there in three months (laughs) so there's mad panic and we found a boat that we we rent off a charity and so we've had a space there for for a year and which has been great if i'm honest everything that could go wrong on the boat has gone wrong i i hear all clergy friends talking about issues with heating in churches and i thought i don't need to worry about that but um Apparently I do. They can be very um, cold. They can be very <laughs> cold. We, we we started doing early morning meditations and, and I often say that apparently hot yoga is a thing, but cold meditation is is, is less of a thing. So. so this is a temporary boat and you've got a new boat coming. Is that right? We have. We're very, very excited. We have a new boat. It is a phenomenal, phenomenally well-designed boat. I mean, it's, we've had a boat for, for a year, but to have one purpose-built, one that we've actually been able to input as the two parishes... And, and shape what it looks like has been fantastic. It was a competition run by the London Diocese of which the architects Denizen Works won the pitch to build it. And the unique design means it has an 8.5 metre pop-up roof, which looks almost like a Volkswagen, which has these beautiful white bellows around it, made of sail material with lights in it. So you can imagine that at, at dusk, it's going to be a real iconic sort of site along the canal so it gives you a bit of space as well gives us, yeah much more space so it, i mean just that that feeling of the height mm. gives you much more space it's designed with them um, it's got benching down the side we've had seats made we've got tables we do a lot around food on the boat um and it's just a much more practical space but also because it's designed for us we could see 36 people around tables on there we can get over 40 people sat down and then I think 60 to 80 standing. So it just creates a, a a beautiful space. And I'm really excited because hopefully everything will work. It sounds great. Well. I, can't, I, I really look forward to coming. <laughs> look forward to welcoming you on the launch. <laughs> There's been lots of delays, as with any building project. Um, but we are aiming to have it launched at, at the beginning of Advent, which I think would just be a perfect time to And how has the um, so how's the local community reacted to having a, a boat, which is a church? It's it's been I've found it amazing that how positive people have been. Now, positive doesn't mean that everyone's coming and knocking down my door to get in, but um, hugely positive responses. In fact, I've had I've had no negative responses, and I've been there for quite a while just trying to get to know the community. And I think just being open about people saying I'm, I, I was training to be, to be a vicar, a priest, however people understand the, the word. Um, and it's been incredible. And, I, and again, we were doing morning prayer the other day and I was just reading one of the scriptures of John 13, where it says, I tell you, whoever receives one whom I send receives me and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. And it really impacted me just how well I've been received in that area. 
And, you know, I wear my collar every day when I'm there. And, you know, I want to be this visible presence of, of the church representing Jesus in, in this area. And it's been, I've had nothing but warm receptions. I, I actually, it's not my first podcast. I did a podcast on Hackney Wick Radio when I first got there. They were do, doing interviews with various people. But it's just been a very, generally a really, really positive um, welcome. So one of the really important things for you in the same way as any parish church is to establish relationships with people. So who who's coming to the church? Who are the, who are the people that are beginning to establish a relationship with you? We've got we've got a real variety of people. So what what we're trying to do at the moment on a Thursday night we run a program which is based on the the twelve steps program of Alcoholics Anonymous. To which some people go, oh, I'm I'm not an alcoholic. I'm like, no, no, it's not necessarily for people with chemical addictions. But I just feel like the the questions that the AA poses is something that helps us go on a journey of transformation. Um, so we've done it based on those themes. And what I found is people are very, very interested. We, we've also pitched it as a space where you can come and have deeper conversations. And that sprung out of me having conversations with local people. There's, there's, a, there's a guy I've got to know very well who stopped me in the park the other day and said, Dave, we need to do something. There's so many people self-medicating in Hackney Wick. They've got no one to talk to. And sadly, there's a suicide recently and, and people have started to raise it. So trying to create a space which is safe, but in reality, this isn't my words, there's no safe spaces, there's only brave spaces, a place where people can be brave and can come and start to talk about some of life's issues and how we transform and how we deal with things. So I've done it on a basis which is really, really open, it's non-judgmental. Um, and so lots of different people have come in. There's there's a guy coming who... who uh, referred from a friend of mine who, who is an ardent atheist who's just been through a very difficult divorce and was looking for a community and 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 openly said I I've been out drinking with these friends for 20 years and when I start to talk about stuff I was going through they're like come on we're out for a drink so he's found a space where he can start to process I've got a young guy from Nepal who I met I think we go running occasionally together who comes and said I've been an atheist kind of all my life and now I believe there's something but I'm not sure what it is but I feel welcome here and open to discuss it there's I came across a, a couple of women the other day who both used to go to church but just drifted away in their teens one of them one of them actually decided to to check out Buddhism and now in her words she goes I used to be really tight with Jesus well I still am but in a different way but looking for spaces where they can come and actually explore. And I feel there's a real hunger. It's a very creative community. There's a hunger for people to come and and just explore some of the issues of life. So from that point of view, we're getting a real diverse um, group. And there's a few people coming from um, the local church as well to support me, which is fantastic. And uh, what could we pray for for you? I think I think just praying... I think for me, praying that one, the word will get out. Um, I, I, much to people's frustration, I'm not a massive fan of social media. Um, I'm a huge fan of me being a curate and having the care of souls for people in that parish. So I really want to find a way of communicating who we are um, to the local people in that parish so they feel that it's a place that they can come to. Really just pray for the, the, the wisdom in, in how we develop the programs that we run there and the ways that we can engage with more and more people in the area. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Dave, uh, for being with us today. Uh, many thanks to those of you who are listening. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a review and share it with your friends. And if you want to find out more about St. Columba the Floating Church, uh, their website address is uh, the in the uh, podcast episode notes. Uh, Dave, shall we pray? Yes. Almighty God, we give you thanks for the privilege of knowing you and your love in Jesus Christ. We pray now for St. Columba community and the floating church. We pray that they may build good relationships with the community and those that live there and work there. And that through their friendship, through their confidence in you, that others may come to know the love that we have found in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you.